All right, welcome back to another Gear in Review. This is Bobby Ratu, and on the other side of the microphone over there is Mark Berry. Say what's up. Hey, everybody. Hey, we're just hanging out today talking about gear and gadgets. We like them. We have fun with them. But before we get started this week, we want to do a quick little shout out to touchpoint.health. Please check us out. You know, uh, subscribe to... Uh, our podcast, subscribe, rate and review us. Let us know what you think about our podcast and check out some of the other shows like Intersection and Touchpoint, which is an actual podcast on the Touchpoint Health Network. All right. So this week we are talking about DSLR lenses, video and camera lenses that people are using on their uh, digital SLRs and other cameras that can use SLR lenses. And one of the reasons why we bring this up is because we have people that have bought DSLRs inside their organizations, and they're really starting to get used to it. They get excited about the content they're collecting. They're asking us, you know, I don't like using my flash, so I want something a little bit that has more light capabilities. And I want some more stylistic opportunities. And so this week we thought we'd just say, hey, let's tell everybody what type of lenses we're using. What are our top three lenses each one of us likes? And it might help you go out and decide, hey, I want to branch out and get a new lens. Or it might be, hey, I'm in the middle of my, you know, I got a really good arsenal of lenses, but I'm thinking about something new to add to it. So anyway, this could be for you basic content creators that have a DSLR that want to go up to the next lens, or it could be for your pros out there that just want to talk shop and figure out what we're doing. So let's start it off. I'm going to go second. Mark, you, I want you to tell us the three lenses first that you love the most, Mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about each one of them real quickly. So go ahead, Mark, give us the idea. Very cool. Well, my three favorite lenses we have in our arsenal is uh, the Rokinon 35mm, the Rokinon 85mm, and the Canon 35 or 16 to 35mm. That's Those are some solid lenses. Um, love them. I, I love them when you put them on there because you're typically making those choices based on certain shot selections. Correct. Um, you know, we use these lenses on four different types of cameras. Mm-hmm. We have the Canon C100, which we absolutely love. It's a workhorse. It is a workhorse. It shoots beautiful HD imagery. Um, we also have the 5D Mark III which shoots HD, beautiful imagery, and also for wonderful photography. The Canon 5D Mark IV is just a step up to the 4K version of that camera. Yeah, we and could have had a drum roll for that camera. I'm telling you what, it was awesome. Yeah. And then I bought, we bought a smaller one, which is the Canon M50, which is a smaller mirrorless camera, yeah. and it shoots a beautiful 4K image mm-hmm. and a beautiful image itself. All of them shoot raw, all of them shoot great stuff, all of them except the Canon EF mounts. And so that's what our arsenal is. We buy these lenses that have the Canon EF prime mount. Right. So uh, you talked about the Rokinon 85mm T1.5, mm-hmm. the Rokinon 35 T1.5, and the Canon EF 16-35 F2.8. Uh, yeah. Why do you like the 85 so much? Well... Number one, it goes down to 1.5, right. which is gives me incredible artistic choices. And I tend to gravitate to it for certain shots because it's just it's such a beautiful image. You can get such a nice depth of field off of it. 
and the glass on that lens just it just pops and you know you've you're on shoots with me almost all the time i just gravitate to that lens especially during uh interview situations where we want to take it up a notch i always love throwing that on first to see what the interview looks like because it's a nice compressed shot Mm -hmm. typically when we're doing interviews we're not putting it to to 1.5 We're setting it about 2.8, only to give us some variation, that depth of field. So if the interview is moving front to back, they're not going completely in and out of focus. We got some movement to method. If we shot it at 1.5, we would have, that person would have to sit exactly still. Right. Yeah. They couldn't move. Because the depth of field and the... Is so narrow. It's I will say though, some of our best shots we've ever done. One of our, and I can't believe I'm about to give away one of our secrets, but uh, some of the best shots we've ever done was when we were able to put the 85 on a gimbal. Yep. Get someone within that depth of field focus, probably around 2.8, and track them with the gimbal using the 85. It creates an image that just blows you away, and it's hard to figure out how you do it, but. That's how we did it. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So we like the 85 for that nice compressed image. Yeah. It shoots a beautiful picture. <coughs> if you want to do a nice headshot picture, the 85, there's actually a, a Rokinon 85 millimeter uh, group on Flickr. That, yeah. That's all they post is images used the, using this lens. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is not autofocus. Nope. And it is also not... Um, automatically select the f-stop you can select you have to do that on the ring of the lens yeah. so you have to manually adjust it which is really one of the things i love about it absolutely that, that's that's a personal preference thing but i love the manual uh, aspect of it all right talk about the 35 why do you like that guy so much well the 35 i kind of look at it as like the 85's little brother it's when i want that nice crisp you know prime lens look but not quite as compressed as the 85 it is kind of, a, it's a lot wider. It's a traditional shot setting. Yeah. You know, it's one of those um, lenses that you can use for really cool B-roll. Um, it also is really good for an interview shot, wouldn't you yeah. say? Yeah. It's very versatile and, it, you know, it's at the focal length where it can really play well in a lot of situations. And for the millennial listeners out there who played Super Mario as a kid like me, I would say that the 35 millimeter is kind of like Mario. No matter what situation you put him in, he's going to do okay. Right. <laughs> well, both of these lenses are great because the Rokinon 85 and 35, for you young, um, up-and-coming content creators with DSLRs, you've got that 1.5 aperture, which you can open up a lot of light, yeah. which makes it great for indoor without a flash. Yeah. You open that thing wide open, let in a lot of light, you just have to, since there's no autofocus, you got to make sure with that manual focus, you're hitting it just right. Right. But it is a fun toy to play with to learn more about it. Both of them are an inexpensive uh, barrier to entry. Their counterparts on the Canon side are probably double to triple the price. You're, these are just really inexpensive lenses, I think. Um, if you're looking at the 85, you're looking at about 350. If you're looking at the 35, you're looking at about 470. And they're almost half the price, if not uh, less, than their Canon counterparts. All right, so let's talk about your other lens. It's the Canon EF 16 to 35 2.8. 
And it's got an image stabilizer in it, too. Correct. And autofocus. Ooh, getting crazy yeah. over there. This lens is more of a practical choice when I when I choose it. It's, uh, it's really good for situations that I might need to have the setup happen a little bit quicker. Yeah. Uh, and it really, really works well on gimbals because of this, the fact that it can go to 16 millimeter, which is a very wide shot. And it's so much easier to keep a shot that wide stable. So if I'm in a run and gun situation, I can put the 16 on a gimbal pretty quickly and get a really nice, really stable image. And plus the the built-in stable, the image stabilizer you talked about just adds even more stabilization to it. Yeah, I love it too because I'm all about warm imagery. Yeah. Wide angles for me create warm images because you fill the frame with so much um, uh, of the image. And it, it's what we call a spherical, so it doesn't round it out. It makes it an even image. Right. And so, it, but when you turn it, you're going left or right. You can see some of that curvature, and it mm-hmm. makes it feel nice and warm on video. Yeah, and it's a really unique look too. That curvature you're talking about. It is, and also on the photography side, I tell you what: when you are trying, if you're shooting at like a wide angle or trying to get something a whole crowd, it is great to go to 16 and get the whole wide shot. And you've got enough aperture at 2.8 to open that thing up and pull a lot of light in, or uh, you know, inside. Or you can use it for some great depth of field where you get someone close, mm-hmm. take a close up of them, and then everything behind them is totally out of focus. Now, a lot of people say, well, I can do that in post-production in Photoshop. There is nothing that looks better when your lenses can do the depth of field for you. Mm-hmm. It just has a different look about them, and that's how I feel about that. Yeah. What are, what's some other thoughts on this guy before we move on to my favorite three? I, th- I think that pr- I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head there. I mean, what's your favorite one? Which out of the three? Uh, you know, I'm going to say the 85. Oh God! <laughs> you- <laughs> I don't know. I just I just really love that image that it gives, and when I have that lens on the gimbal, it just I don't know. I can't get enough of it. You're you're gonna finally just tell me not to use it anymore. No, because the best part about it is some guy wanted to get rid of it, and he sold it to me for seventy five bucks. Wow! Exactly, that's a steal. It is a steal. It's a great. I love that lens. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on. So here we are. Make fun of me on my ready to go drum roll, please. Here we go. My three favorite lenses are the Canon EF 50 millimeter 1.4 autofocus, um, the Canon EF 70 to 200 f 2.8. Love that lens. You'll see it on my camera all the time. And then the for my M50, my little camera, I have the Rokinon 8 millimeter f 2.8. Love that wide angle lens. Um, it is great because. It actually has curvature built into it, so it looks like a wide-angle lens. That's nothing to make fun of you for. Why not? Well, you acted like I was going to be like making fun of you for those. Those, those are actually really good choices. <laughs> I know. I, I get so excited. I got a cough. Oh. I like the 50 millimeter 1.4 yeah. mainly for nice, really beautiful headshots. Yeah. That thing takes a beautiful headshot, and I will actually drive it to one point four. Mm-hmm. So I will put it open it wide open, and I don't. Whenever I do a headshot, I don't focus on the nose. I focus on the area right b- below the eyeball on your cheek, ah, so that I get the face 
all the face, facial features in focus. Gotcha. So I love that lens. It's great for interviews because it has a beautiful picture, a nice, it has great bokeh. I love the bokeh on that lens. Um, if you're really interested in bokeh, you should go research it. This lens has great bokeh. <coughs> so why, why do you not focus directly on the eye? Is there a reason for that? So if you hit the eyeballs, the cheeks go out of focus. Gotcha. If you hit the tip of the nose, the whole face goes out of the focus. Gotcha. So it's right at the cheek, right below the eyeball that I focus, that it kind of gets everything right where I want it. That's a testament to just how sensitive 1.4 can be. 1.4 is crazy sensitive. And if you're dealing with a moving child, it could be even crazier. So that's why I like my 5D Mark III, because I can... Fire off about eight frames a second, which is wow. super awesome. All right. So the 70 to 200, I love this lens because it's a zoom lens and it's 2.8 and I use it for portraits as well. Great, great lens. So I love the Canon EF 70 to 200 2.8. What I have is the, it's image stabilizer. It's the Mark II version and it's ultrasonic. So it, the, uh, the movements in the camera move quick. The image stabilizer is great. So when I'm shooting out on the beach or shooting people moving around, it will slow down that image capture so that I can get a crisp image inside the lens. Um, the other thing that I use it for is I love as a photojournalist in imagery being off in the distance instead of being in the middle. And so I can sit and grab really natural moments at that distance. And so it allows me to really be far away. And that 2.8 allows me to open up that f-stop and let a lot of light in on the inside so that I can capture shots and moments without being in the middle of it. So I love that lens. What do you think about the lens? Have you ever used that lens? I actually don't have a lot of experience with that one. I've used the 50 millimeter quite a bit and I love it too. I find it to almost be as versatile as the 35. Uh, But the 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 zoom lens i think you said 20 what is it 200 yep 7200 yeah 7200 i've used it a couple of times but i don't have a lot of experience with it so i haven't quite formulated an opinion yet but i'd really like to use it more and i've got the doubler for it which is an extension tube which i can double the magnification mm-hmm. to shoot oh, wow. up to 400 millimeters but it doubles the f stop so it's at 5.6 uh, and i've used that to shoot the moon many times and it looks beautiful Oh, okay. Um, and then finally, the Rokinon eight millimeter f two point eight is a beautiful fisheye lens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a fan of the fisheye. It works great on that little camera. I can hold that camera in places that I don't normally get to with the other big cameras, and I can get some amazing shots with that guy. Yeah, love it. It's very versatile. It allows me to go into places to get really unique angles and get really close to things, and it feels like it's in focus. It is manual focus, and it also is manual f-stop as well. So you have to adjust those things based on what what type of image you want to get. Yeah, and it's one of those lenses that it really depends on what situation you're in. But, you know, you don't want to overuse a lens like that. But when you do use it and it works, it works really well. I know one of the first projects we did together, you used the fisheye lens. I think it was in an ambulance or something, and it looked really cool. I love my fisheyes. A lot of people get mad at me for using them. I love them. I just think it's cool looking. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to pick my favorite lens, 
my favorite by far is going to be the 70 to 200 f 2.8. That thing is on my camera all the time. I send it off once a year to Canon to service it because it, I just love it. I have a heart for it and it's going to be hard for me to part with that thing. If I part with it, it's because I'm going to upgrade to the Mark III and, um, and that Mark III is really expensive. So um, last thoughts here, Mark, uh, when you we talk about lenses, you know, what can people uh, as content creators walk away with when you're starting to look at these lenses? Uh, just, uh, I know I kind of say this a lot, but it really, you know, start with what you want to do and kind of back into it. Depend, You know, figure out what sort of stuff you want to shoot and uh, kind of back into the type of lens that would fit it the most. And I would like to say just a little bit of a trivia uh, for some of the consumer people who are kind of just now getting involved in this kind of stuff. When we say things like 35 millimeter and 85 millimeter, uh, what that means uh, is actually where the light converges before it hits the sensor on the camera. So an 85 millimeter lens, the light converges 85 millimeters before it hits the camera. And what that means in the real world is that you're zoomed in a little bit more. So the higher the number, the more zoomed in you are. That's just a little bit of nerd jargon I wanted to throw in there. Well, for you content creators out there that just bought your first DSLR to use it inside your organization and you're ready to step up your game, get challenged. Buy one of these lenses and try it. Yeah. You know, take a leap and to start learning new things so that you can really get creative with the shots that you're collecting and how you're really uh, creating a really wonderful brand image for your organization. And it's really taken the leap of faith to get you know, step up and buy a different lens to try something new. So for all you out there, this is Bobby Rattu. And on the other side of the mic over there, Mark Berry. See you later. Y'all have a great week and thank you for listening. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations, to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.